0: We're following the nose, we're following the nose, we're following the nose! That's right, it's Brooklyn Zed and I am here to hang out with dogs and fight vacuum cleaners and I'm all out of vacuum cleaners um and uh, but i am not alone in my vacuum cleaner fighting adam is here with me adam how are you
3: i have i have the vacuum cleaner I, so uh, you know we can oh we so can we're fight. all set yeah we're good we're good great. I thought, well i thought we were both gonna bring a vacuum cleaner but i did bring an extra one just in case so i do have okay. two vacuum cleaners for us to fight great if you're interested
0: just just what i always wanted yes
3: they're very powerful but kind of like way too powerful for a vacuum cleaner but here we are you
0: know <laughs> Uh, this is the Final Fantasy 7 Remake Podcast here on Post Show Recaps. We are talking about chapters 5, 6, and 7 of Remake. That is Dogged Pursuit, Light the Way, and A Trap is Sprung. We are headed to Mako Reactor number 5 uh, to blow it up.
3: I like that. Has there been like has there ever been a Final Fantasy one off Mako number five? No, because that's good. I mean, that's pretty. That's good. just money
0: on the table. right Yeah, there. that is that's
3: free cash open for <laughs> open for the taking. That's really good.
0: Honestly, the fact that Josh didn't do that in 2020 when he had quite literally nothing better to do, yeah, is, uh,
3: well, remarkable. I, maybe you know, maybe we'll have to if we ever go back. If we go back to reaction number five, which I don't think we will, but if we ever do, I'll just pledge right now. I'll do it. I'll make the song.
0: All right. Missed opportunity.
3: Yeah, because I don't think we're going to go back. Which yeah, I is, don't, whatever. I, I don't it's think fine. we are either. Okay. Uh, just imagine that we did it.
0: But uh, yeah, so we're headed on our mission today. Cloud and Tifa have taken the place of Wedge and Jessie, who can't possibly do anything because yes. she twisted her ankle and Wedge got his ass bit. Um, so we're going on this mission and we head to the train station. That's where we meet up with Barrett. Biggs has already gone on ahead, and here we go.
3: I'm just gonna say right off the bat that these three chapters were number one pretty long in terms of like their actual content, but also, I felt like I did nothing <laughs> while yeah. we were doing them like the the whole it was like everything was just let's move from this place to this place. That's it. that's the whole thing. let's just let's yeah. just let's just run around and basically like pretend that we're on a giant playground and just you know keep running um and that was it. There was not a lot of intrigue except for like the very, very end, but oh my gosh, it took forever to get there, that I mean like truly, um you know, chapter five we're on this train, the train's going they have another i d check uh. Honestly, this was so long ago that I played. It was like another ID check. And apparently we we weren't going to be able to pass this one. We passed the other one with flying colors. No problem. Jesse had us all hooked up or someone had us all hooked up. I think it was Jesse that was like yes. the one doing the technological stuff. and But now we can't do it. Now something is awry because they know that there's something going on and they're doing a higher security it just, it doesn't work, Adam.
0: It's like, All we need to know is the IDs don't work. But, but,
3: but I hate that. I really do. Uh, and I'm not even like that kind of person that needs there to be logic in everything for me to enjoy it. Like, I truly am not that kind of person. But when you already presented me logic for the same situation. Maybe Tifa works, doesn't have one. Yeah, but why would Tifa not have one? What else? I mean, the, Tifa had one before. It was never part of
0: the plan for her to go on the mission.
3: <sighs> yeah, I mean, that's weak sauce, though. Like, let's, <laughs> let's be real here. Come on. Jesse can take care of that. Uh... I I fully believe in the power of Jesse. Why is she not here again? I already you forget. She twisted
0: her ankle when you were fighting the the Dementors.
3: Yeah, I mean, let's put a brace on that thing and let's get moving. Like you here. want to
0: talk about weak sauce? That's yeah, what take
3: it. Stuff. Take a ibuprofen and and call me in the morning. Like, let's go. Come on, <laughs> we don't have time for this. Um, okay so it's us we aren't able to pass the security check for uh, according to zed very valid reasons and so of course the next natural thing that we have to do here is to jump off the train because Mm -hmm. that's it that's the only other option yeah
0: because there's no getting Um, off of this train we're on except when we get off of this train except when we
3: get off of this train we're on um there i think there are a bunch of robots that came on the train that we had to fight that felt like pretty dumb but whatever um we jumped off the train boom we're in the 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 tunnels the underground tunnels of the train system of midgar uh very dark very repetitive as we're walking through everything looks the same it's all just tunnels um i don't know how we were able to just casually avoid being run over by one of the trains it just (laughs) things just kind of seem to work out there um I guarantee you, like, if we're actually down there, things do not just work out for us down no. <laughs> You're dead. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know how we just magically avoided all of those. But, you know, good for us, I guess. We had good instincts. Not really. Um, and so we just basically had to just walk forever to get to where we needed to go here. And I truly mean forever. This took so long to just keep going. There would be some fights along the way. Maybe there would be like a a random chest down there that we could get or whatever. It just took ages Zed. It was just the same thing over and over again. I was just just running in in the same direction for probably 15 minutes.
0: Yeah. So the only thing you're really gleaning down here is we learn about stamp we're following stamp uh who is um shinra's like propaganda dog because he's adorable um but that the that the avalanche members have repurposed as graffiti to point them in the right direction to get to the reactor i guess just in case they ever had to randomly (laughs) jump off a train in the middle of the tunnels um So we learn about this element. Stamp is a little beagle in like a World War II army helmet. Uh, And the other thing that we see is these creatures, additional creatures that are maybe Shinra experiments gone wrong. Um, We have heard rumblings of a lab nearby, maybe where stuff is being experimented on. Um, That's where those doom rats came from that you fought in the previous chapter um and where the wrath hound came from i think if you fought that also uh and so we see some shinra guard people maybe doing something about it maybe not they seem pretty uninvested in their jobs and 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 we move on
3: yeah which i will just say like relatable to that situation right off the bat like i fully respect that they're not wanting to like put in too much work here of course then me kill them. so it's you know uh a tough day on the job that you already don't want to be on you know that's tough you know what if you work for shinra just quit that's all i'm gonna say because if i see you we'll probably murder you so just quit it's true it's so it's easy good argument yeah just quit um Did you enjoy
0: arguing with the Shinra middle manager? Oh, my God. I I
3: actually did have this. uh, My note for this particular thing. I did admittedly said I did not take a lot of notes for these chapters because like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be taking notes on. Yeah, there's
0: not a ton of plot that happens. But
3: my note for this is Barrett absolutely throttles middle manager. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I have here. I mean, it was so aggressive. He was like picking him up and shaking him at this point. Um, Yeah, and if you're a middle manager for a for shinra what are are you doing like what is this like uh, why why are you spending your time doing this um yeah okay so we go down we do see the lab uh whatever we keep going we keep going we keep going uh and then we're fighting unless there's anything that i missed here but i have that we're fighting a crab warden yes unbelievable that they have the audacity to use crab against me (laughs) What is this?
0: You know, it's another crustacean guarding a reactor.
3: It is so unfair for them to use crab against me. Um, I'm so mad about this whole situation. Uh, But it wasn't like that hard of a fight overall. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, we fought the crab
0: I beat this one in one try on hard mode this this most recent time. So I would imagine that it's a, a pretty easy, easy fight
3: it is yeah it's not too bad um i tend to find
0: anything that's weak to electricity it's not going to be the end of the world although i say that and then we'll get to the fight at the end of chapter seven that i spent a very long time on this time around
3: well they keep throwing uh they keep throwing robots at me and i'm just like you're all weak to electricity yeah why do you keep sending robots (laughs) (laughs) what are we doing you need to vary your forces um but no all they have is robots so whatever Um, Crab Warden, and then we end the elevator. We end on an elevator going down.
0: Uh, sure, I'll take your word for it on the elevator.
3: Yeah, well, I just I always just write down like when I get to an end of a chapter, I'm just like, Uh, okay, uh this is what we just did. Um, chapter six, I have two notes for this whole chapter. Uh huh. One of them is just the word brutal. Yeah, Uh, the second one. Is WTF are the lamps for?
0: <laughs> they're for light. So they provide artificial sunlight to the people who live in the slums because they can't see the actual sun because they live under the plate. Mm-hmm. So that's what they're for. So they're literally turning the lights out for sector five by turning these lamps off.
3: Yes. So they're just going to be in darkness. Well, sometimes it's dark. Like, I, you know, I, like, <laughs> I, I mean... <laughs> Sometimes you just have to like do the do, be in the dark. I don't know, mm-hmm. don't you think? I mean, said it's sometimes dark outside. I don't it's know, it's definitely
0: just, sometimes dark outside. Yeah, it was all, dark out at like seven this morning when I took my talk yeah,
3: outside. Exactly, you don't always need you know light all the time. Uh, sometimes light is not the greatest thing, mm-hmm. you know.
0: Yeah, it's ironic that lighting the way the chapter is called Light the Way, and what you're doing is turning all the lights off. Yes. Um, In a very confusing warehouse type space where everything again looks the same and the walkways are confusing and there's three different levels and they don't all connect and I hate this chapter. I hate it.
3: Yeah, it's very mazy. I mean, like, truly, there are so many elements of this where it's like, I have to go up to go over, and then I have to go down, and then I have to, like, go around here to find this. a couple this, of catwalks you can we're... move. and Oh, the catwalks take forever to walk across. We have to get on a specific space. We're, like, moving elevators around, like, a <laughs> construction warehouse or whatever. Um, literally... I don't even know how much I don't even talk about this for too long, but like there was one part of it that I thought was kind of funny. There is a piece of materia mm-hmm. that is like right across from a catwalk that explodes underneath my feet. A uh, little too convenient, there, in my opinion. But whatever, it explodes underneath my feet, and then we have to go all the way around if we wanted to get it. And I had forgotten about it by the time that like we're ready to move on to the next thing. And then Barrett yelled at me, and it's like, "Hey!" you big dumb idiot there's materia back there <laughs> don't you want it uh-huh. and I literally just said no no I do not I do not care let's move on
0: did you get the summon materia that's hiding behind the fan no no <laughs> based <laughs> on your face your non-plussed expression I'm Mm-mm. gonna go with
3: no definitely okay. not yeah definitely not uh-huh is it important i I probably can't even go back so the finite
0: you have a finite number of summons yeah right now you can't go back yeah um once you've finished the game in normal mode you can then you unlock chapter selection and you can go to any chapter you want in any order just in Uh case you wanted to go back to your favorite chapter chapter six
3: yes of course that is exactly where i would be going (laughs) uh right off the bat yeah absolutely um That's literally all I had for this chapter, Zed, because, like, all we were doing is going around these various warehouses and turning on lights. That's it. Mm -hmm. That's the whole chapter. We're turning on lamps. The intrigue is, like, how do I get from this (laughs) lamp to that lamp? Uh Uh-huh. But the answer is always just, like, walk, take two lefts, a right, another left, and two rights. Like, that's, the answer is never more interesting than that. Uh Uh-huh. That's it. That's the whole chapter. I, I have like nothing else to even say. That I I you know I usually have so many things to say, Zed, and I have nothing here. This is just this was a this was a bad chapter of the game. Just like straight up, this was not a good chapter of the game. Yeah, I, I mean it's
0: probably in my opinion the least interesting chapter. I do think collectively chapters five, six, and seven are a really great Barrett portrait. Um, he gets a lot of great lines in here. I really enjoy when you're climbing up the ladder to get onto the pipe, to walk past the fans that uh, he says, I feel no fear, no fear, no fear, no fear, little fear. <laughs> um, but yeah, he has that great fight with the Shinra middle manager in the train. He's going to give some great speeches in chapter seven. Uh, when Heidegger and president Shinra have all the cameras trained on them for all of Midgar to see, uh, so I do enjoy hanging out with Barrett, even if chapter six is a pain in the in Wedge's butt.
3: <laughs> I don't think that's the pain in Wedge's butt. Um
0: <laughs> well. <laughs> well, you said it that way, not well, me.
3: Listen. Um <laughs> That's that. Honestly, I would be so more intrigued about how Jesse and Wedge are recovering from their fake injuries uh <laughs> than what's going on down here because this was this was so boring. Yeah, there um, is also
0: this like motivational time where people are like, do it for Jesse, do yeah. it for Wedge. And I'm like, they're fine.
3: Yeah, it's like they they got an injury that you would get if you're playing like recreational kickball. Like, what yeah. do you mean? Why are we <laughs> this is not like, a matter of get, They didn't die, day.
0: they're not in the hospital. Yeah, they
3: didn't even need a band. like what are you at the bar drinking waiting for you well yeah (laughs) um that's the end of chapter six we're moving so quickly is there anything else i missed here in chapter six that like we need to talk about
0: uh well given that you getting the chocobo and moogle summon which is what you missed involves like kind of some shenanigans um but you didn't do that so there's nothing to talk about there uh i think the meat of the thing is chapter seven though so we will take a quick break right here early in the episode and come right back to talk about chapter seven
1: And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com.
2: No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
0: Okay. And we are back. I know we took our break quite early this episode, but the first two chapters, not a lot going on. You're running through tunnels. You're climbing across platforms. You're turning off lamps. You're fighting some robots. And then we're getting on to chapter 7 and this is where we're going on a journey.
3: Yes. This is there's a lot of winding paths here as basically so we have gotten down uh you know we continue to go down towards the reactor we get to a very similar site that we saw previously in the earlier chapter because they look exactly the same. Um however, I believe at the beginning of this chapter we as the as the audience are made known to the fact that we are being recorded. This is all uh live on television and they are using this as a form of propaganda to show the public hey look at these terrorists we're going to take care of them ha 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 here we are and we get to see <laughs> heidegger and president Jinra, uh you know get their get their plans going um and so immediately we know it's a trap of course you know the, the party doesn't know but we yes, know it's called it's dramatic irony yes um literary terms that we all totally know and use frequently listen um, i have
0: a bfa i gotta use it for something
3: yeah is it on a final fantasy podcast
0: <laughs> these days <laughs> yes it is
3: okay yeah I mean, take what you can get i guess um yeah i'm well aware of uh, degrees that don't do anything um <laughs> okay so uh we get down there we set the bomb we set the timer whatever and then you know as we're trying to get out We are confronted more robots come and they show us a picture of, I don't know if it's Heidegger first or president Shinra first. It's all, it's basically all the same message of, Hey, uh, we know you're here. Everything is staged. You're not in control of this situation. You're about to be screwed.
0: Yeah. Tifa has been making some comments along the way. They're like, doesn't this all feel a little too easy? Like where are all the people? And when you meet up with bigs, He's like, yeah, it's really convenient that you guys crashed that train where you did because now everybody's paying attention to that and nobody's paying attention to us. Um, I think both things can be true. I think people are paying attention to the train crash and clearly there are cameras trained on them watching their every move from the moment they get into the reactor all the way up to the confrontation at the end.
3: Yeah, I do like how there were a few times that they had that the lighting that they would sometimes use for like shows and whatnot or for on air stuff. They like showed that lighting like as we were climbing down a ladder or like they had those lights, you know, as we were kind of getting to a different location. Um, and we just like didn't seem to notice that it was a thing. And so we just kept moving mm-hmm. on. Time to blow up another reactor. No big deal. Um, this time we don't need to set a timer for the reactor, though, because we have the remote detonation. We have drastically improved our technology since the last time we blew up a reactor, which was just a few days ago. So we really have made massive strides, Uh, even though the major mission that we went on was to get a blasting agent. So you would think it would be like a bigger explosion, not necessarily like more technologically advanced detonation, whatever it is, what it is. That's the situation. Um, I'm not gonna be mad about that because that's it's just whatever that's fine I don't it mind is what it is we should have had remote detonation last time I don't know why we did it Whatever. yeah
0: oh well it yeah. is it has been done Barrett points at it and it magically changes from a timer to remote on the display screen uh, so we're all set we're good to go um, what was I gonna say something about Jesse and and Oh no, not about Jesse. Um, So we're seeing these moments with Heidegger and with president Shinra and discussing the plan. And they're starting to sit, we're seeing them say the quiet part out loud, right. Of like, great, we're going to blame them for this. We'll say that they are teamed up with Wu-Tai who Midgar has been at war with forever. And so Wu-Tai is who they always like to blame for things. And if they can tie in avalanche to Wu-Tai then they'll be the scapegoats that they need for anything bad that ever happens in Midgar. Um, which is part of what was going on in the original reactor also when they were like, great, yeah, we'll just let this be and then everybody can be mad at them and nobody will be mad at us for using all the power, having all the power, making these people live in sunless slums because um, they'll just be mad at Avalanche for, for all of these things, whether Avalanche did them or not.
3: Yeah, allow me to just say, uh, if we want to blame Wu-Tai for things, I'm down. <laughs> I'm down to blame Wu-Tai for some stuff. Maybe we should, like, think about what that stuff is. But, like, Wu-Tai ain't innocent, let me tell you.
0: Okay, but Wu-Tai is not the one using all the Mako and, and causing this giant class divide.
3: Listen, <laughs> yes, okay, I'm fine with that. That's It's true, that is accurate,
0: but your personal vendetta against one individual citizen of Wutai does not mean we should blame an entire country for that person's actions.
3: Listen, I totally agree with you in theory, like
0: <laughs> in theory, <laughs> you are
3: so correct on paper here, but, it's, but you just, you know, uh, the yuffy factor is hard to get over. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> okay so they're trying to blame him, whatever uh i there was this like uh kind of ridiculous moment is there uh on air which is funny because we had like a very similar moment in a doctor who episode like as i was playing this i watched it the same day of where it's like you're on air doing something and then you check in about something and it's just totally not beneficial for you in any way to check in about that thing while you are on air to to other people and so the thing that they check in on is this is the vacuum cleaner is the Airbuster.
0: Airbuster.
3: and you know someone's like oh it's only 60 percent complete or whatever uh and it's like you work faster do it quicker and i'm over here just like okay how how yeah, hurry up those components how are you 60 percent complete now but you think you'll be able to be 100 percent complete by the time we're there what is, did you start building it 15 minutes ago <laughs> And you yeah. got to 60 percent, and you're just like, "Oh, we got seven minutes. That's plenty of time to get the last 40 percent." Like, what did you think was going to happen here? When did you start building this such that you got to this 60 percent number and somehow ha- are under the delusion that you can get to the 100 percent? You've just sense. been
0: you know lollygagging around, looking at the screens, chatting, thinking about it, and they were like, "Oh, I'm sorry, was there a deadline? Oh, great, yeah. no, We could be done in 10 minutes."
3: Which makes no sense, because they saw us on video for the past 20 minutes. We were being filmed the whole time. They had well, perfect information. maybe not information. the people in
0: B08. They no, may not have access to
3: security cameras. Well, but the- Heidegger was yelling at them for sure. They- <laughs> Heidegger had perfect information here and managed to screw this up. Uh Villains are like, it's just so dumb. Okay, so uh, we get out. We know what we have to do. We know we have to go kill the thing. Um, the intrigue here is that as we continue to go up and up levels to try and get out of this, we're going through the lab that is underground or the, the many labs that are underground, I should say. And there are three of them. And I, you know, we can kind of do these in bulk here because that's essentially the same thing for all three um as we're going up each lab has first of all just a couple like random guards and people that are you know we have to fight and kill but the intrigue here is that each lab allows us to get a key card and with that key card we can choose to screw up one of the uh, traits or or features or whatever of the Airbuster before we go fight it it's very that, like okay here's our here's your next fight once you get up there you're gonna fight it but you can make a few changes to it as you go, up, which I will say very interesting mechanic here that like, I kind of get to have a little bit of agency in choosing what I don't want to see on the, on the baddie that I'm about to fight. Yeah. That being said, it's hard to like feel like it's actual agency because the, it's very theoretical when it's saying, Oh, do you want to take out the AI programming core? And I'm like, what the? What? F- what do you mean? Uh, yes, probably. Yeah, let's ditch I, think it. So? I, I would imagine it's Nick worse Bomber? without it. Yeah, that sounds bad. Let's yeah. get rid of that. Maybe we do get rid of that. I don't know um so like that's maybe my only complaint and they did like try to explain it like i it's very you know tifa and this makes and, it
0: smart this makes it yeah fast. this makes it go boom
3: it's like okay like but how what much do you need how much know? well i first of all i want to know how much of a problem all of those things were like if yeah. it, you know if it does go big big boom like is that a is that a huge problem is it super fast like can i not catch it then that would be a problem i don't know um so I liked the idea in theory. Maybe maybe there could have been a slightly better execution in terms of like showing me what that actually means versus just telling me, it go boom.
0: Yeah, I will say that's a good point, that like you get to make this choice, but you really only get to make the choice once because even if you fail the fight, you're just starting back at the beginning of the fight. You're not going back through and going, oh, well, maybe if I leave this thing in and take this thing out instead then the fight will be easier for me no it's too late at that point yeah you gotta Um, do the chapter over if you want to do that and uh,
3: which i don't want to do doing that who's doing that i certainly don't want to do that uh, ever i yeah i'm not trying to redo um things i've already done you know not trying to do i'm not
0: on my fourth playthrough of this game in a year it's fine (laughs) (sighs) (laughs) all
3: right (laughs) okay (laughs) that's a lot um Okay, so the choices that I made, um, I took out, first of all, I did take out the AI programming core, whatever it was. Mm -hmm. Because I figured it's probably not great to make it go faster and be smarter. Just like in general, probably a good idea to take some of that out. Um, I also took out uh, one of the big bombers because I'm not trying to get wrecked by big bombs. (laughs) Uh Um, And then I think I took out another ai programming core is that okay. a thing you think
0: uh, yeah there's think multiples twice, of all of right? the things yeah
3: okay um so i took out two of them because I, I don't know my assumption was just like if it goes slower that is good for everyone like it gives me more time to do things and build up stuff so that was my logic i don't know there, i don't know if there was like a correct way to do it or one that like made it technically easier than the others um but that was what i did
0: uh-huh yeah i don't know how much does it matter it's really impossible to say without literally like conducting a scientific experiment yeah uh and that's not how i want to play my video games i just want to play games
3: <laughs> what's your like go-to what do you
0: i default i take out the big bombers because because they they big boys um and then i also yeah that's adam's dog barking not mine this time just fyi if you can hear it um I feel like it's always Cosmo causing trouble. So for once,
3: Ruby has fun. never barked on a podcast before. Are you kidding me? Now is the time.
0: <laughs> oh my God. Um. Yeah, I, I, I still couldn't tell you what M units do. I really don't know. Um, so I take out the AI programming cores, and I think I took out a couple of the big bombers. And I was like, I don't know, hope for the best.
3: Yeah, I I was so confused at the M units. What a what a dumb letter they chose to represent absolutely nothing. Like, what is this supposed to be? What does M stand for? (laughs) They didn't even tell me what M stands for. It makes no sense. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Um, there are a total of six key cards. The first time, I think I definitely only had three or maybe four. Uh, you have to know to look for more than one um in a couple of the places otherwise you would never see them and you clearly still did not have trouble with this fight spoiler alert as we'll get to uh (laughs) so what again what difference does what does any of it
3: matter (laughs) who knows my guess is it still would have done stuff so it's not like this was gonna like you know take it offline permanently yeah no no you can't
0: incapacitate it um and i think there's an argument to be made for if you go to the trash room to pick up the stuff in normal mode where you can actually use items, what you discard determines what those items are. So there might be sort of like a reverse strategy of, well, I want to get certain things. Mm -hmm. And that is what it would mean. It's worth it to discard certain stuff rather than focusing on the impact it's going to have on the air buster. Uh, But in hard mode, it's all going to be useless to you anyway. And yet, did I go unlock the trash room? Yes, I did.
3: I didn't even go to the trash room, so I, you know, uh, even though Barrett told me to, I didn't know where to go. So
0: you didn't sit there pressing the levers eighteen times. No, you just did it once.
3: Yeah. So, okay. Well, just it was just one time. Chief has said push the yeah, levers you do to, up.
0: You get into the trash room. You have to do it three or four times after that.
3: No. No. <laughs> no, and no, you no.
0: can't try and then decide to stop, as I discovered yesterday when I was like, "I don't need to do this. You I'll just do, I'll to... try once. I'll try once." No, then I sat there for a solid it. five minutes. It's the equivalent of having to push the, everybody having to push the button at the same time in the original FF Seven, which is yeah. impossible. There's no way to time that. Um, this at least feels like you should be able to do it, and then it feels like you're doing it right, and it just tells you you're you're not.
3: Oh. I get, well, this is the stupidest brag ever but i did get it on the first try just the like,
0: first one i always get right away yeah and then i torture myself for no reason
3: well i feel like i feel like there's more to explore there for you outside of this podcast <laughs> than, than we have time to get into my unfortunate
0: completionist <laughs> tendencies it's a sickness
3: yeah uh one that i do i just simply do not share um okay so we keep going up i made those choices we get up there uh we get yelled at by whatever heidegger president shinra um i they like interchange themselves throughout this this is so dumb like give us one person to talk to so i don't have to know go between two names here come on (laughs) um we uh we did they say oh this is it barrett shoots some of the cameras more of them come whatever and then they drop in they drop in the air buster
0: yeah so there's this whole big speech that happens. There's bread and circus. There's this giant. Uh, he's like, "I'm gonna show everybody what we do to people who are trying to sabotage the glory of Shinra." Yeah. Um. This is all with President Shinra. We saw Heidegger earlier, um, and we've come down to the reactor and placed the the remote control detonatable bomb. And then we're going to climb the ladder to, to leave. And conveniently, right as we go for the ladder, is when the ladder starts to ascend. It's like, hmm, that timing seems a little too convenient. And then, yes, the drones show up with the like uh, hologram screen of President Shinra. Um, and then Barrett gives his great speech.
3: Yeah, this was ages ago. This was before all of the choices, though, right? Mm hmm. Oh, well, he gives a couple of speeches. He does give, yeah, he does give a couple of speeches, that's for sure. Um, yeah, I do love like Cloud's reaction here. It's just like, who are you giving the speech to? Like, no, they're not. The they're people. Not, they're not going to show this to the people. Like, they're. <laughs> they're I know. mean, it
0: sounds like it's being live streamed in, uh, in that moment.
3: Yeah, potentially. Uh I don't think they're live stream. I mean Well, just, listen, we too got too to see risk. Barrett's speech. We did get to I see Barrett's really speech. <laughs> yes, okay. Said so really likes Barrett's speech. Um, yeah, I mean I do too. Yeah, he like fully goes for it. We do love to see it. Uh the mission of Avalanche, he like really preaches, he gets out there, tries to get to the people. Um, ultimately does nothing because we're gonna have to fight the vacuum cleaner one way or the other, no matter how many speeches Barrett gives here. So yes. um you Know, I guess, good for Barrett for like thinking he's like doing something here, he's like trying, which is good. Um, that's about all I can say. He's of it.
0: standing up for his principles, Adam. I... He holds these beliefs and he's trying to share them <sighs> while he's being given this platform to do so. Yeah, I, yeah, I okay, You am so underwhelmed by this. I am like, a little, I, don't know. He's I am doing something well... that I guess makes him feel like he's doing something. <laughs>
3: i mean they're here to blow up a reactor and like you know we're using the i I don't know like if everything goes their way a lot of people are dying here and so it's like i you know i I don't know
0: but how many people are dying from the way that shinra is running society i'm not this is not (laughs) i'm not trying to (laughs) may i recommend to people the book how to Blow Up a Pipeline by Andres Malm, published by Verso Books.
3: Sure. <laughs> Just
0: throwing can. that out there for anybody um, who's interested in uh, policies of why nonviolence doesn't always work.
3: And I'm certainly not here to disagree with that sentiment at all. Um, what, I, what I'm what i going to say is that like, I don't think Barrett is talking to actually anyone here. And I feel like this is more for Barrett to himself than it is for barrett to the people which can be valuable but like this it felt like a little it felt like a little much to me a little over the top because like he knows he's not going to convince anyone in shinra of this and like i you know he believes he's talking to the people so you know i great i guess Uh i don't know i'm I'm, i am a little underwhelmed i think at, at, at the speech part of this like they're here to do something like you know don't over don't overglorify glorify yourself here like let's you know let's move on let's keep let's keep it moving here <sighs> what do, uh, agree to disagree what? on our feelings
0: <laughs> about giving rousing speeches trying to rally the masses to overthrow their corporate overlords if, but that's no. fine <laughs> you're cool with the corporate overlords i hear you oh
3: my god yes famously i'm so cool with corporate overlords. i love a corporate america um and then corporate
0: america throws a giant vacuum cleaner at you
3: yes it does as capitalism always does um
0: classic capitalism
3: classic uh yeah we get the giant vacuum cleaner uh and this fight was kind of interesting um <clears throat> As with all of these uh, fights in Remake, there do seem to be like multiple phases where they're, you know, once they get to a certain health pot, they're they're going to, uh, you know, do something different or move something different or the stage is going to change or something like that. Um, And so, I like the biggest notes that I have from this fight, they had a a couple different moves that I was able to kind of like track and knew what I had to do. So there was a, a tank buster move um and i'm somewhat familiar with that from final fantasy 14 actually of just like how they're classifying various attacks We had to get out of the way get out of there yes. um and so we just had to basically go run and hide when the tank buster move happened uh so that's you know pretty easy to do most of the time um especially because if you did it the other two also did it and so it was like you could just look at them and they were all hiding and be like oh i guess i should hide now um <laughs> I will say I played most of this fight as Barrett. Yeah. Partially because in the final portion here, when the whole stage exploded or whatever, um, the thing was flying around and the only person that could really like attack it from distance with just like normal attacks is Mm -hmm. Barrett. And so I, you know, obviously played as Barrett at that point to just keep like the, the charges going and whatever, giving him more actions um also barrett has my lightning materia and so like that's another thing that i was trying to use a bunch here um everyone has healing healing is so freaking important uh and just like using i use so many potions in this like i'm, I'm just like trying to imagine going through on, on like what you're doing without any items no way i probably went through 20 potions in this fight just like throughout the course of everything i'm just like i was just trying to build up bars so i could use potions um i do love that they have like the vending machine public benches out there that's like you can just take a a full rest at and buy potions Mm -hmm. i bought all of the mega potions they had i bought almost all of the high potions they had like i was out here spending um to get all that stuff knowing that like i'm gonna probably use it um and so you know we kept going there barrett kept fighting uh i did it was honestly you know i don't know if this is like good strategy or i'm just like learning from final fantasy 7 but like right before it was getting to the staggered bar everyone's like limits were up but like i didn't use them until we got to the staggered bar and i would use like the lightning material to get to the full staggered and then boom tifa and cloud would come in with limit breaks and we just ended the whole thing and it was glorious um it was pretty fun i i mean i'm liking the fighting uh in this game i think it's really interesting um, and it's not like always super rewarding in real time because like whenever I'm just doing basic attacks, whenever I'm attacking something, I'm like seeing, oh, you know, four, five, six of damage or whatever. Like it's nothing, especially with Barrett, like you see the little individual takes of damage. Um, and I'm looking at this massive health bar and it's just like not, it's just not going down. <laughs> um, even as I'm like going through fights and uh, you know, this one was on the clock as well. They started the bomb timer before. And so, you know, it was was a long time. It was like 25 minutes or whatever, Um, but it was on the clock. And so I was like, oh, my gosh, like, why is this health bar not going down? Why is this taking so long? Um, (laughs) And we just kept going. Uh, But eventually I I beat it in the the first try. It was very um, I was a little nervous because literally uh, probably an hour before I did it, you messaged me saying it took me multiple hours to beat it and i'm over here like oh my god we podcast tomorrow like i don't know that i have time to yeah. throw many hours i'm this. telling
0: you hard mode is different there are things in hard mode that like i'm going through wailing on all the the soldier people and the guards and whatever because i am level 50 and they are whatever level you are right now yeah um but the boss fights are no joke um and the first few times I did it, my materia situation was definitely not quite what I needed it to be. Uh, and then even once I had it right, there were there were two times where, like, I had a limit break ready and I set it to go off and I took one more bit of damage and that killed me. Um, and that last limit break would have ended the fight at least twice. Uh, and it's a long fight. So, like, I think I did it, you know. I may have only done it four or five times, but it, it takes you 15 minutes each time and you've got to like do all the loading screens in between and check your setup and make sure there's nothing you want to adjust and whatever. Yeah. It took me close to two hours of streaming yesterday to just, just doing the fight after I'd already done it like twice.
3: <laughs> yeah. That's a lot. Uh, I, I certainly like did not have time for that. So I'm glad that uh, that is not what happened to me. Um but overall, it was fun. I mean, I, th- it was, how do I put this? Because chapters five and six were not fun chapters. It was just <laughs> like straight up. They were just not fun. Um, and I don't know that even the majority of seven was fun because like, it was just so repetitive that all the rooms looked the same. We like kept walking up and down, you know, we're fighting like just boring people trying to get key cards. Um I don't know that it was fun. Even making the decision was interesting, but I don't know that it was fun. Uh but like this fight at the end was fun. And so I don't like I don't know I don't know how I'm going to view these chapters kind of looking back because like it was just so boring at the start and then like we ended with a good fight. Um so I don't know. I'm glad that I guess I, I in retrospect I'm very glad that we grouped them all together because I cannot imagine a world where I'm just playing 4 and 5 and like that's that's my week uh, yeah. or five and six rather. Five and six, yeah. um, Cause like that would have just been terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, I, I, I'm glad we kind of ended this three chapter arc here uh, with this fight, which was good. Um, I'm, I have hope that things will get much better. After this, and I think they will just, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, because number one, as we end this chapter, we have to split up for some reason. That part didn't really track for me. It was just like, hey, you guys go this way. We're going to go this way. makes no sense. We're all going back to the same place. So I don't know why we're splitting up. Whatever. Uh, So the cloud can fall and
0: fall through the ceiling of the church. Of
3: course. So the actual reason we get Eris back uh, here at the end of chapter seven. That's the intrigue. That's uh, that's why I have hope of this going forward. We spent kind of a long time without her in this game. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, more than I... Not more than I would have thought, because, like, I, I knew where she was coming in the game, because, like, whatever, it's the same. But... Um, you know, even still, I feel like, uh, you know, so much of this game, as you were saying before we even started, was like through her perspective and kind of through her storytelling. And we just haven't seen her like at all. We saw her a little bit at the beginning, but like she ran away and it was like it was probably a minute of, of stuff with her before uh, versus like I've played eight plus hours of this game so far. And so here we are. Um, welcome to the actual game. <laughs> Eris or Aerith. I don't yeah. know. I, I feel like I'm gonna keep calling her Aerith just because I was so you know, that was what her name was before, but we'll see. Yeah, she is
0: here, and so next week you will only be playing chapter eight. Oh. And chapter eight is just hang out with Aerith time.
3: Okay. I love it. Wow. Uh I imagine that, you know, things are gonna maybe go poorly. There's gonna be some fighting happening uh in the in the Church of the Flowers. Mm-hmm. But um okay that's exciting hopefully more uh you know a little bit more intrigue than just run around and and go yeah through you'll be
0: doing some fighting in the church you know that you'll go meet Eris' mom like you'll go to her house you'll do a bunch of stuff in the slums with her um there's like side questy things you can do there to get to like meet all the people in the neighborhood and stuff um it's good yeah. that's where we're that's where we're headed to go hang out next time uh, with chapter eight budding bodyguard
3: oh i believe that i am the bodyguard that yeah is budding yeah yeah new new yeah okay <laughs> uh yeah it should be fun i'm excited to, to to spend some time with eris i feel like that'll be uh, a much much improvement over the yeah over the i would say
0: chapters. we're into the like the meat of the game now for sure okay uh because it'll be just chapter eight next week. And then chapter nine is Wall Market. Oh. Um, And chapter nine is sprawling. Okay. Uh, So, but that's a couple weeks away. For now, you're just hanging out in the slums with Aerith, who who loves her life, helping the poor people. Yeah. I mean, Um, good for her. We'll talk about that next week uh that's what we've got for you all this week adam what else do you have going on any other final thoughts about this before we wrap up here
3: well I do have a couple i have a couple things to say at the end here first yeah. of all the attractiveness rankings have not changed because oh, yes. we met no one we met no yeah. one in these chapters yeah, sure. i don't know what to say um the other thing i'll say we got a little bit of feedback that uh people are upset that i did not put chadley in the top 10 Didn't
0: i we think, talk about this i think it's not even that they're upset that he's not in the top 10, but that you never even considered putting him on the list to
3: get knocked out of the top 10. Said, I feel like we talked about this that Chadley is like basically 13. Um, and I'm not trying to put a child on this list. I don't understand why I'm getting feedback that's like, you need to put this child on your attractiveness rankings. <laughs> sorry maybe i draw the line in different places but like that's not what's gonna happen here i'm not so... here to
0: rank or not rank chadley's attractiveness i am here to be a stand for chadley as an iconic character of ff7 of remake what?
3: what did he even do he hasn't done anything so far listen he's
0: your homeboy he's gonna be helping you out don't worry when it's coming
3: <sighs> okay well he's taking his sweet time you gotta there. keep
0: talking to him
3: he doesn't- I have nothing for him. He doesn't want anything to do with me. Are you
0: assessing things? Not really, no. See? He wants you to assess stuff.
3: Yeah, doesn't he realize that in order for me to assess stuff, I'm, like, having to risk my life out there? I have to put my, my wedge injured oh, butt oh, on my Oh, I life? beat the
0: air buster in one, t- in one go-through, but everything <laughs> is too hard to assess stuff.
3: What am I supposed to spend my actions assessing the Airbuster? It's a vacuum! What do you mean? It probably sucks stuff. What is it? There's no need to assess it. Oh my gosh. Uh, Maybe Chadley could go assess his own stuff. Okay. Why does he need me to do it for him? What is this?
0: He's expanding his research team so that he can develop new materia, Adam.
3: <sighs> okay. Well, we'll see if we ever even get back to the, to the sector seven slumps, then I guess maybe we'll talk to Chadley again. Um, but I don't know. We'll see if we get back there. The other note that I have here, Final Fantasy 14. Uh More things are happening. I've hit credits yet again. Oh, my uh, goodness. In Shadowbringers, we're having a ton of fun uh, over there playing, uh, cranking through dungeons and MSQ. So uh, very exciting there. Come okay. play with us.
0: Yeah, come join us. Uh, I should be back to playing very shortly. My schedule has been pretty wild with work and things lately. Uh but my goal is to get back real soon hanging out in almost Endwalker, I think. I've been in the same place in this game for six months. I don't know. Nice. Uh but I did a couple of dungeons last week. They were hard. I don't think I liked them. <laughs> um but it is fun. Come play with us. We're having a good time. We've got a crew regularly hanging out these days uh adam what else do you have going on besides final fantasy 14
3: yeah there's all kinds of stuff happening very accessible you can find me in a lot of different places so we were talking crazy Ace girlfriend with todd and lindy um we had a very couple of fun episodes here only four episodes left of uh the final season so very exciting there we had a great record with melissa uh that's like a three and a half hour podcast that you'll be able to see coming out very soon uh we just spent a lot of time talking over there also with uh, melissa and kevin Mahadeo of who a we just talked about christmas invasion the official beginning of the tenant era of the doctor and so go Yay. check that out over there on who a uh we had some uh pretty controversial takes about you know tenant and uh the beginning over there so uh you know yes I'm i ki- will
0: not stand for i
3: am curious to hear what you um, think uh we probably I haven't
0: watched one. a tenant episode of doctor who in probably close to a decade so yeah, you know, i just I, have I strong nostalgia okay. feelings
3: uh well yeah that might make one of us um okay so go check that out over there we also did uh with jessica sterling and i we talked about the finale of reboot there were only eight episodes there so we did talk about the final episode of reboot which came out this week on hulu go check that out also on post recaps and then my new project that i did tease last week that i can actually announce now jessica sterling and i are going to be talking about the new season of mythic quest so more gaming stuff actually uh over there on apple tv plus so a very fun show we're doing a podcast this week talking about all of season one next week talking about all of season two and then we'll be weekly starting the following when it comes out starting in season three uh we're very excited about that it's one of my favorite shows uh you know over the past couple of years i think it's really really good i would highly recommend watching it uh especially are listening to this because you like gaming in some capacity and there is gaming in that show in some capacity uh so go check that out with jessica sterling and i we're having a ton of fun and then of course on twitter at piano man adam one
0: goodness gracious adam is everywhere covering all of the things go check out everything he's up to uh i have quasi wrapped not quite wrapped coverage on the mole on netflix with mole patrol over on rejp i think we're gonna have some post-season coverage coming your way um so if you've not checked out the mole do it we had a cast member spontaneously stop by our live podcast recording last week that was super fun um Otherwise, I'm chugging along here and you can catch me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash hardrockhope uh, failing boss fights left and right uh, but having a good time while I'm screaming in my computer. So that's what I'm up to and we will catch you all again next week with more Final Fantasy finally hanging out with Eric. Take care everybody. bye